All right, what's going on, America? I want to talk to you today about marriage. I want to talk to you today about the attack against our families. I want to talk to you today against the evil battles that we find ourselves with. It's going to be slightly different today. This is just going to be me talking to you because it's something that I saw come up with uh, Candace Cameron Burr. Uh, I'm obviously friends with her brother, Kirk Cameron. Very Christian family, et cetera. Candace, obviously, Full House, Fuller House, DJ Tanner, you know, all that kind of stuff. But she's also been really big in Hallmark movies, you know, Christmas movies and this and that and blah, blah, blah. She made a really big stink last week when she decided to leave. And I'm just going to read you the article and we're just going to talk about these things. And this is going to be one of those episodes where Zach is just going to insert some stuff because I feel that the lefts and the evil attack against our family, the nuclear family, is something that absolutely has to be addressed. It's something that has to be attacked head on. So here's the thing, and this comes from Daily Wire. Candace Cameron Burr confirms network will keep traditional marriage at the core while, ha- while Hallmark leans into LGBTQ stories. Uh, Candace just shared an update about what type of storylines will be offered on Great American Family. The new network planning to compete with the Hallmark Channel for the holiday season. Uh, Burr left Hallmark to join the Great American Family CEO, Bill Abbott, who she had worked with before at Hallmark. Abbott exited the network abruptly after he refused to air a commercial for the wedding planning site Zola that featured two women kissing. He claimed he just wanted to make a career change, but now he's building a rival network to rival the more left-leaning Hallmark. Abbott and Burr spoke about how Great American Family movie messaging would differ from Hallmark's. My heart wants to tell stories that have more meaning and purpose and depth behind them, Burr told the Wall Street Journal in an interview. I knew that the people behind the Great American Family were Christians that loved the Lord and wanted to promote faith programming and good family entertainment. The 46-year-old actress told the publication that Hallmark essentially became a completely different network than when she signed on due to a change of leadership. Isn't it funny how that always seems to happen? There always seems to be this network that's kind of got a good thing going on. And then all of a sudden there's this change of leadership and then everything's going the wrong direction. Notably, Hallmark has been developing more LGBTQ storylines, including the first original holiday movie focused on a same-sex couple called The Holiday Sitter, which premieres December 11th. The network had included gay characters in their films before, but never as the main storyline. Following intense pressure from LGBTQ advocacy groups, the company committed to adding this type of content and creating a hallmark experience where everyone feels welcome. Things are different at Great American Family. While Burr didn't rule out same-sex romance in the movies, the actress confirms it's not emphasized at her new home network like at Hallmark. I think that Great American Family will keep traditional marriage at the core. Abbott agreed, saying it's certainly the year 2022, so we're aware of the trends. There's no whiteboard that says, yes, this or no, we'll never go here. Burr, who is known as a key player in the popular and lucrative Christmas movie genre, made waves when she announced her intention to leave Hallmark. Okay, and then blah, blah, blah. She said, I'm very excited to develop heartwarming family and faith-filled programming. Okay, so basically... Uh, she left Hallmark because Hallmark is doing what 
every other place is doing, and they're pushing this LGBTQ agenda down our throats. Well, she faced immense criticism about that, so I want to give her a chance to speak. So we're going to read what she had to say. She says this, I would like to address my comments on Great American Family Programming as reported in the Wall Street Journal. All of you who know me know beyond question that I have great love and affection for all people. It absolutely breaks my heart that anyone would ever think I intentionally would want to offend or hurt anyone. It saddens me that the media is often seeking to divide us, even around a subject as comforting and merry as Christmas movies. But given the toxic climate in our culture right now, I shouldn't be surprised. We need Christmas more than ever. I am a devoted Christian, which means that I believe that every human being bears the image of God. Because of that, I am called to love all people, and I do. If you know me, you know that I am a person who loves fiercely and indiscriminately. My heart yearns to build bridges and bring people one step closer to God to love others well and to simply be a reflection of God's huge love for all of us. To the members of the media responsible for using this opportunity to fan flames of conflict and hate, I have a simple message. I love you anyway. To those who hate what I value and who are attacking me online, I love you. To those who have tried to assassinate my character, I love you. To everyone reading this of any race, creed, sexuality, or political party, including those who have tried to bully me with name calling, I love you. I have long wanted to find a home for more faith-based programming. I am grateful to be an integral part of a young and growing network. I had also expressed in my interview, which was not included, that people of all ethnicities and identities have and will continue to contribute to the network in great ways, both in front of and behind the camera, which I encourage and fully support. I've never been interested in, I don't know this word, uh, something through my storytelling, but in celebrating God's greatness in our lives through the stories I tell, the God we serve is a wildly creative and loving God. He didn't just capture a small part of my heart. He captured all of my heart. He will be reflected in everything I do and say in my family, my work, and my interactions with people from all walks of life. God's love and God's compassion in front and center. All that comes from the love that God himself showered upon humanity when he gave the gift, uh, the gift of joy and forgiveness on the first Christmas morning 2,000 years ago. It is why I love Christmas stories and sharing the truth. Okay. That is a very nice thing. And let me take a sip of coffee and I'm going to tell you what I think about that. Actually, let me take a sip of coffee. I'm going to tell you what I think about all that after this sponsor. All right, guys, inflation continues to be a plague on our economy, our families and our savings. And the irresponsible spending from the left just continues to exacerbate the problem this year, we witnessed almost every kind of negative economic record from empty grocery store shelves to 40 year high inflation. Don't let your savings wither away. Hedge against inflation with gold from Birds Gold. Text the word Graham, that's G R A H A M, to 989898 for your free information kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do it this month, by Black Friday, you get a free gold bar with every purchase you make by December 22nd. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text the word Graham to 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. 
Once again, all you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and ensure your eligibility for a free gold bar with every purchase. Secure your future with gold. Do it right now. I, 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 I 3070 liked that post. This is, look, man, this is just me. Candace didn't do anything wrong. And in my opinion, her deciding to switch to a network that would focus on traditional family values, that's her Christian faith and her Christian belief. That's exactly what she should do. And even though she didn't say sorry in that message, to me, my, my critique would be, and I'd love to have her on the show. I've talked to her brother several times. It, it, it did sound apologetic or and or kind of like hands up kind of thing. Like, uh, you know, okay, look, listen, 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 you know, that's not what I, you know what I mean? Like, like it, it had that feel to it. I just, I just don't believe in it, man. Like, like I just believe, Hey, God is love. In fact, you know what? I'm going to play you something. Okay. And, 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 and this is not me. And so I'm going to play it because I think it's so powerful. It is a pastor when it comes to non-believers and specifically LGBTQ stuff. Listen to this. This is powerful. I'm gay. He loves you and wants a relationship with you. I'm queer. He loves you and wants a relationship with you. That's the only thing we have to say to anybody that's an unbeliever. I'm a crackhead. He loves you and wants to have a relationship with you. <laughs> I'm a murderer doing life in prison. He loves you and wants to have a relationship with you. That's the good news, right? Now, if you accept that good news, I got bad news. If you accept that good news, I got bad news, and here's the bad news. In the same way that he died for you, now you gotta die for him. And if you accept him as Lord and not just Savior, you have to die to your will, you have to die to your way, you have to die to your desires, you have to die to your agenda. And because this is a king and not a presidential candidate, we cannot rewrite the Constitution based on your feelings and your attractions. Wow. Powerful stuff, man. If you accept him as Lord and not just a savior, i.e. a lot of people view Jesus, especially in the LGBTQ community, a lot of people view Jesus as, as just a savior, right? They lead out the Lord and savior that, you know, Oh God, help me, help me, Lord. I'm in trouble. Help me. I need help now. I need, I need someone to save me. I'm in trouble. Blah, 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 blah. It's easy to cry out to the Lord when you find out that cancer diagnosis. It's easy to cry out to the Lord when you go bankrupt. It's easy to cry out to the Lord when your spouse leaves you. It's easy to cry out to the Lord uh, when you find yourself in legal troubles. It's easy to cry out to the Lord when you need help. But what's hard is to live for the Lord uh, because he is your Lord and not just your Savior. That's the hard part. And so... In listening to that, again, I think Candace should have come out and been like, hey, I love everyone. Uh, as a Christian, I do not agree with certain lifestyles. That is why I chose to leave Hallmark. That is why I'm with the Great American Family, because I believe that the attack against our nuclear family and traditional family values is what's leading to the decay of this society. I do not apologize because I have nothing to apologize for. 
I don't answer to you. I answer to God. Anybody's welcome to watch my movies. Anybody's welcome to have a conversation with me. Anyone is welcome. The end. I really, I'm really like from now on. I mean, I'm adopting very much a Matt Walsh, (laughs) a Matt Walsh uh, type persona when it comes to this kind of stuff. This whole apologizing thing. When someone gets upset, hang on, I'll take another sip of coffee here. When someone gets upset about something you've said, especially when someone gets upset about something that you said that is the truth, why are we apologizing? Because they got upset about the truth that you just spoke. That makes no sense to me. Well, you know, the way you delivered it, you could have delivered it a little nicer. How are you supposed to deliver the truth? That's my question. What tone, what wording makes people feel better to where they won't get upset about the truth? And I'm going to tell you this, that is a slippery slope that is impossible to achieve because the only reason that people are getting upset when you speak the truth is because they know that you're telling the truth and they don't like it because they know they're not living the way that they're supposed to live or they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. That's the only reason they're getting upset. If somebody says in a sermon, uh, you shouldn't be doing crack cocaine, that doesn't bother me at all because I don't do crack cocaine. If somebody says to me, what, what's, a, what's a thing that I do? Oh, okay. I, 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 I have a problem with money sometimes. I want to spend money on things that don't matter. If somebody says that, hey, you need to be a man, you need to learn to steward your money better that might irk me a little bit or hit me a little bit because it's true because I can handle my money a little bit better. I cannot take so many financial risks when investing and stuff. And I can be a bit more content on what I have instead of always focusing on what I can invest in, what I can do, what I can grow, uh, the money that I have, et cetera, et cetera. If somebody's talking about traditional family, Okay, and this is and and again, this is going to be super controversial. So prepare your ear holes, but this is something that need to be true. If someone says that the traditional family, that's why that's why everybody has a problem with this, you know, codifying of the same sex marriage act or whatever, because it eradicates the definition of what marriage actually means. Okay, marriage by natural law, and Matt Walsh had a great three-hour conversation with Joe Rogan about this. What is the purpose of marriage? You know, marriage is, it's monogamous. Okay, there's one. Marriage is a partnership or a covenant between two people, and it's viewed in God's eyes, and it was originally viewed in man's eyes as a covenant between two people of a man and a woman. And the third leg of that is for the purpose of procreation and replenishing the earth's population. You know, that whole be fruitful and multiply type thing. If everybody was gay, the human race would end in 80 years. Like it'd be done. It'd be, it'd be gone. I I mean, it's, it's not a, it's not a natural or sustainable lifestyle. It's and therefore if it's not natural or sustainable for the natural order of things. And so when people say traditional family, they're actually saying the <laughs> the natural order, the natural family, that, that that's what they're saying. And 
you know, p- p- people basically would be like, you know, w- w- in these states, the argument is in many states, if you are a cohabitant with somebody in most states, you have very similar, the same protections as of being married. So what's the point of being married? Yeah. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say, what's the point? What's the point of getting married? And, and that's why people, uh, you know, it opens the door to these things. Well, you can just marry whatever you want. You can just do whatever you want to do. Because if there's no, if there's no definition around what marriage actually is, the actual definition of what marriage is and is defined as, then what is marriage at that point? And, and honestly, I would say I agree with Matt Walsh. Can everyone have kids? No. Obviously not. There are people, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with people that get married that choose not to have children. I, to those that are married that can't have children, my sympathies are there. I, I mean, I can't imagine. To those that are married that choose not to have children, I would just naturally say that there's, the, 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 and this is the hard truth that would get me kicked out of a pulpit really quick, but it's just the truth. There is a bit of selfishness in that decision. I mean, there just is naturally, inherently, there is a selfishness when it comes to two healthy men and women, or excuse me, a man and a woman, two people that are married that just choose not to have children. Well, the only reason that happens is because they're choosing selfish purposes. Well, we want to be able to vacation and we want to be able to travel and we want to be able to do this and that. We want to do what we want to do. That is inherently selfish in that that regard. I mean, I'm not saying it's good or bad in this scenario. I'm just saying that by very definition is what it is. Anyway, back to the attack. Candace didn't do anything wrong. In my opinion, her response was more wrong than her initial interview. We have got to stop apologizing, not only as Americans. This cancel culture stuff, you can only be canceled if you allow yourself to be canceled. And I had a conversation with a, with, with a famous person the other day. I, I, you know, I'm not going to say their name cause they're not ready yet, but basically you can't be canceled. If you don't let them cancel you, like you are canceled the moment you apologize. Yeah. I said it. Yeah. I mean it. And this is why I mean it. This goes with, um, first Peter, uh, three 15, where we as Christians have to be able to defend our position on what we believe and why we believe it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, that's what I think. Traditional family and marriage is between a man and a woman, staying married forever in a monogamous relationship, a covenant before God. They have children together. They raise those children together. They're not perfect, but they do their best, et cetera, et cetera. Why do I believe that? Because that's what the Bible says so. So therefore, that's what I believe. I apologize to no one. I love you. If you're in the LGBTQ community, we can be friends. We can sit down. We can have a drink. We have a meal together. We can talk. But when the when, when the rubber meets the road, the brass tacks of this situation, you are not going to move me on what I believe. I'm not going to force feed it to you. The only person that can radically transform anyone's life, whether it's over LGBTQ stuff, whether it's over addiction, whether it's over porn, whether it's over adultery, whether it's over crime, whatever. The only person that can radically transform someone is God. That's not my job. That's not your job. That's not anybody's job. That is God's thing, right? Our job as Christians is to, is to, emulate the light of Christ that lives within us. And the way we do that is not 
saying I'm sorry because the truth that I spoke, that I got from the word of God, which is the absolute truth, the truth that I spoke upset you. No is the answer. No, 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 no. I'm not apologizing for saying the truth. I'm not doing it. And so Candace, I'd love to have you on the show. I think you're great. I think your brother's great. I think what you're doing is great. I think it's a great move. We need more, more movies, more videos, man. We can't even let our kids watch things anymore that was made past, you know, 2002, because you just never know what's going to come on there. We need more good, wholesome Christmas movies, good, wholesome movies in general that our children can watch. And and, and we don't have to worry about what our kids are are, are doing. And to be clear, for those of you who will throw, oh, so you're fine with, with the heterosexual relationship being shown on TV? Well, one, the answer is yes, I am fine with that. But two, to a certain extent, a kiss on the cheek in a movie that children are watching, sure. All right. I, you know, I'm okay with that, I guess, but over sexualizing of anything in any kind of, any kind of movie where children are going to be watching. No, the answer is no heterosexual LGBTQ in general. No, none of it because kids are going to be watching it. Why is that there? These, these movies that have these hints of like the man and woman, like, like, you know, looking upstairs, like at the bedroom, like they're heading up that way and they start going up that way and then it'll cut away. It won't show anything, but it insinuates it nonetheless. No, that's ridiculous too. We don't need that. It's a Christmas movie. What are we talking about here? (sighs) Anyway, all that to say, you are only cancelable if you allow yourself to be canceled. And as Christians, we have the ultimate, (laughs) I hate to say it like this, trump card, which is the Bible. The absolute truth, the word of God. Why are you apologizing for what the Bible says? Because somebody got their feelings hurt because the Bible pierced their heart because they know they're actually not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Stop apologizing for being right. Stop apologizing for speaking the truth and live out the way that God wants you to live. That's my uh, podcast for today, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We're getting closer to Thanksgiving. Something to be thankful for. Um, Episodes coming up. I think we're going to talk about uh, my past year, the struggles, the trials, and how to find thankfulness when things aren't exactly going your way. I think it's going to be a powerful episode. So do me a favor. Share this episode with five friends. Mandate them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Encourage them strongly to subscribe give us five stars and leave us a rating helps us in the charts thanks so much for listening and we'll see you all again next time